Howdy. Pull up a seat, snuggle up with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You've found the Dr. Andy's World Podcast, a show for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. And now, let's join our host, facilitator of all things animal, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome, all my magical friends, to Dr. Andy's World Positive Podcast here on Inspired Choices Network. It is Friday. It is Friday, October 16th, 2020. Uh, I happen to be live at the moment, so that means I'm going to invite you once again to join me in the virtual chat room. So head over to Inspired Choices Network, click on the chat room button. Yeah, put in a name. You can make up any name you'd like. Well, that might be too big of an invitation, but and join us. Join me and my wonderful, fabulous, giggly producer, producer Keisha. And we are going to have fun with the joy of the dead today. <laughs> and that title still makes me laugh. And so that's partly why we did it. Because I guess I'm on a little bit of a a mission. It's kind of developing sneakily here. We need more fun. What's it going to take to have more fun? The planet's asking for more fun. Our animals are asking for more fun. So we're going to have fun with the joy of the dead. So have you ever observed the sheer joy of your an- that your animals have rolling in dead things? See, did you think I was going to go there? Hmm. The joy of the dead is simply not an issue for animals. They will roll in practically anything. Dead things, dead food, dead stuffy toys, encompassing a whole range of smelliness as well. So what makes that so fun for them? And generally not so much fun for us, right? So we're going to have some fun here. (laughs) We are going to talk about the joy of the dead. Have some fun. We're going to talk about that. Their dogs, it's what they do. Um, we're going to talk about what you resist, persist, and we're going to throw in the biome for a topper. So we got lots, well, I have big plans for the joy of the dead. I hope you are going to have a great time with me on this journey in Dr. Andy's world today. Um, and again, if you would like to get a hold of me for any other reason, you could always find me at drandysworld.com. Again, I invite you. Virtual chat room is open. Go to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Click on chat room along the top. Easy peasy. Come join us. And Keisha says, both hands up. She's in. We're going to play with the joy of the dead. Okay, folks, how much do your animals love to roll in dead things? A lot, a little, or a megaton? And how much do you hate it? <laughs> and everything that brings up. Even when we start to talk about rolling in dead things. Can we destroy it? Ungrate all of it. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Because A, it's fun for them. Right? They have no point of view. Yep, the the smellier the better, right? And there there are some that absolutely have to roll in anything and everything they find. 
And then there's some that are more discerning. And then I've had dogs that have never rolled in a thing ever. Um, so it, it varies from animal to animal. We're going to, again, mostly talk about dogs. Um, I actually have no idea. I know horses roll. I get that. And they usually do that kind of in the dust and stuff. But I don't know if they roll in dead things. Um, I'm going to go with cats just like to kill things. They don't necessarily roll in the... Okay, Keisha says she has a couple cats too that do roll in dead things. I know they like to kill things. They are the homicidal maniacs that you live with. Um, <laughs> and I love that energy about cats. I love it. Um, okay. So, horses seem to like the dirty of it. Yeah, more than the smelly. Yeah. That's what I've noticed with horses too. But my horse, I, I, I'm more of a dog person than a horse person, I guess you want to put it that way, but I do hang out with quite a bit of horses and, and do um, adjust them just after bath time. Of course, we know you got to get the clean stink off of you too, right? Dog-wise, horse-wise, cat-wise, you can't smell too clean. <laughs> it's just against the dog rules. Uh, so, okay, so let's, let's start with this. Everything you resist and react to about your animal rolling in dead things, and I'm gonna add, because we're gonna get this even grosser, feces will you destroy and uncreate it all. Guys, we got zillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, yeah. So let's go back to the fun. They're having fun. They don't have any point of view about it. Um, I don't, I cannot actually wrap my brain around how much more potent their sense of smell is and them preferring to smell like crap and dead stuff and, you know, maggot things and all that. Um, and yes, I'm being descriptive because it's just fun. Um, how they can handle that on themselves with that nose that they have. Like, I don't get it. My person brain does not get it, but they love it right? And some love it a lot more than others, but they love it. They're having fun. They don't have a point of view. They don't judge it. They don't think about the fact that, that now you have to get them home in your car, right? And how much does it just make you mad, piss you off, irritation, try and stop them. So all of that is resistance and reaction to them being them. And the more that you resist and react, the more they will continue to do it. What you resist persists. And this is kind of a funny story to make this point. That's all this is. Because this goes for anything in life and living that you resist will persist. Okay? So if you have that one dog that no matter what will find something to roll in and you are on edge about it, you are thinking about it, you are worried about how you're going to get them back home, you don't want them to do it, you're, that, 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 all of that resistance and reaction about your animal rolling in feces and dead things will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy shorts, and beyond. Because what if... These, these tools and these superpowers and these little points just keep coming back, don't they? And they just come back, don't they? 
your point of view will create your reality. If that's all you are worried about the whole time you're out hiking or the whole time you're out walking or whatever you're up to, they will pick up on it from your brain and make sure that they complete that task for you. Because all they're picking up is the pictures, the worry, the, the act of it, which they already enjoy. So if you're like on board with it, at least in your mind, they're not getting the component of that, that you're like, oh God, I don't want them to. They missed the I don't want to, or the don't part of it. All they are getting are the pictures of rolling in dead things. So everything you resist and react about your animal rolling in feces and dead things, will you destroy it and create it all? <sighs> right, wrong, good, pod, pod, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And whatever you resist will persist. So we have so far three things going on, right? A, it's fun for them. So you're not going to change that. They are dogs. They don't have any point of view about it. That's just, let's say instinctual. They, they like to do it. That's fun for them. They're a dog. They do it. There's not much more consideration. And then we add in the layer of your resistance and reaction to it. So we have three things going on. So, and the fourth thing I want to bring up, which I don't know if this has ever popped for you, is some, not all, what if they're using that dead thing um, instinctual? That's cute, Keisha. That my wordsmith of magnitude. She's amazing. So it's <laughs> instinctual she put instinct like s-t-i-n-k you will <laughs> so cute love it um and then part four part four what if rolling in dead things rolling in poop um you know a little bit of maggot poop in there whatever i'm just gonna have fun with this so if you get grossed out easy <laughs> this show for you um what if that's also populating their skin biome because the skin has a ton of good bacteria and bad bacteria they all live in harmony when they are in balance so what if if you have that one dog that does it a lot they actually are aware of something they need to change for their skin biome that biome of bugs that live on the skin naturally and in a symbiotic relationship with the body. What if your animal actually knows something? And yes, everywhere you wish it would not be, you know, the half rotten rabbit that they use to contribute to their skin biome, will <laughs> you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So the, also the, idea of this show was to give you a lot of processing to contribute to changing some of this, um, minimizing some of this, changing your point of view about it, and something that you could put on a loop and play for you and the animal um, at night to change some of this. Because um, if it is um, a biome issue, you may or may never know that. But what if you changed your point of view to, what do they know that I don't know? What actually do they require here that if I didn't go into such resistance and reaction could contribute more to them? 
still doesn't mean you want the stinky dog back in your Audi to get back home, right? Like I get that. And if there's less resistance and reaction and there's more of what is going on here, acknowledging what is going on here, what if then you go and educate yourself about a skin biome and what can you do at home that minimizes the rolling and dead things? This is how weird my brain goes. This is what I look at, how I look at things with animals. What do they know that I don't know that if um, I paid attention, I listened to, I acknowledged could change everything, right? So what if that one dog that is constantly rolling in something is actually trying to contribute something to their body? and you're changing your point of view, you reducing your re resistance and reaction actually reduces how much they do that. I don't know, we have to play with it. You have to play with it on an individual basis with your own animal and with your own points of view about it. Okay, so what jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared of always searching out, finding and rolling in feces and or dead things are you choosing? And this is actually clearing for the animal. Because <laughs> I'm assuming you are not doing that as a person. Um, Times a Godzillion, Ray Rock. Good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boy shorts and beyond. What jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared of always searching out, finding and rolling in? Species and or dead things are you choosing? Everything that is Times a Godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boy shorts, ambience. And of course, Keisha adds, not in this lifetime anyway, right? Me in my people body, I'm not searching out stuff to go roll in. I, that's a choice I make, at least up until this point and maybe forever. We'll see. But jails, judgments, agendas, inventions, and lies. Who, okay, let me ask the flip side of this question, instead of resistance, resisting and reacting, how many of you are in alignment and agreement? Of course, that's what dogs do. They just go roll in dead things. Everything that is times a godzillion when you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. Huh? What if your encouragement um, actually contributes to them doing it a lot? which is not fun for you. Not a wrongness. What if none of this is a wrongness? If your animal rolls in it or doesn't roll in it, um, you like it or you don't like it, or you hate it or you, you, know, or you don't hate it. Like, what if there's no wrongness here? So let everywhere you align and agree or resist and react to your animal rolling in feces and dead things, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, ambiance. And you're like, well, this is not making any sense, Dr. Andy. Why, why would it be okay or it's not okay? What We're talking about the energy of the possibility of shifting something. And if nothing shifts, no big deal. But we're looking at the energy of it. And if it's caught in that resistance part or it's caught in that alignment part, Nothing, nothing will change if that's what you're looking for. Hey, if you don't have a point of view about it either way, and you have an animal that doesn't go out looking specifically to always roll in something, how did you get so lucky? And move on, right? None of this 
applies to you. It doesn't always have to apply, right? I could be talking about this and there is no energy on it at all for you because, hey, I've never had that animal. Um, I don't think I really care. You know, like there may just not be any energy on it. Now, I may be talking and this one person's like, every darn dog I've had since I was eight rolls in poop and dead things. And it's so frustrating. And why, why do I get these dogs and every single dog? What if that has more to do with your point of view and your resistance and reaction? <laughs> Bring out your phobias, yes, right? If something keeps occurring, if it's an animal that rolls in poop or the same boyfriend in it that looks different every time or you always get, I don't know, the, the car that breaks down, you always are $100 short. Like when there is something that is always occurring in one part of your life, what if it has something to do with your point of view? And what if you are actually creating that? And if we go back to the joy of the dead, so if you're creating that and each dog does that because you are projecting and expecting it now, how, what needs to change? What if you need to acknowledge I'm creating this with all of my projections, expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections. Everything that I've placed on this animal and all the animals before and all the animals after, will I destroy and uncreate it all, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. Your point of view is creating your reality. But first, you need to acknowledge what am I creating with, like, what, what am I being with this? Let's go with that. What am I being with this here? What questions do I need to look at? What do I need to change here? That would allow for the possibility of something else to change. Okay. And when you are, I'm going to go with dealing. We can kind of go with involving other beings. They also still have choice. Your dogs have choice. Your cats have choice. Your children have choice. Your coworkers have choice. So, all that you can look at and change is you. And when you start choosing something different, they and everything will change too. And I think what trips us up the most is it's not fast enough and it's not obvious enough. We, we want that brick over the head to validate that we changed and they're changing too. When consciousness and creation and possibility and awareness is the feather whispers of change across dimensions. Like it is sweet and it is subtle when you choose something different, when you choose to be no resistance and reaction to your dog's choice to roll in dead stuff. Everything Matt just brought up, because 
I think everybody out there just said, there's no way I can be in no resistance to that. <laughs> Destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boys, shorts, and men. So how about less resistance and reaction to it? How about 10% less? 5% less. We could start with 5% less. That's still a change and a choice. And it still has the possibility to create something different. Um, so, that, okay, Dr. Andy, you said the biome. What if they're fixing their biome? Okay, that's where your questions come in. You ask them. So, what is required um, here that we could do instead of rolling in dead things and see what shows up, see what article pops up, see what information comes out of your neighbor's mouth? Like, let's see. We asked a question in the universe. Let's see. Have the animal show you. I know, craziness, you know, ask them. Okay, this rolling and dead stuff on every single walk we go on does not work for me. Um, I don't have time for this. I'm not interested in the baths all the time. I know you're not either. So why don't you show me what else we can do instead of this? And leave it. Don't keep going back over it. Don't keep hammering it in, leave it. Take a breath, continue on. Um, so what jails are you using? How about this? What jails are you and or your animal using to create the dominance equals MC squared? I'm gonna include you. That's kind of funny on this one. Okay, I know, kind of wackadoodle. Stick with me here. What jails are you and or your animal using to create the dominance of equals E equals MC squared of always searching out, finding, enrolling in feces or dead things are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion, you destroyed, uncreated all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. So interesting that when we included you and your animal, change the energy on that dynamically. How awesome is that? And all the projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections are you using um, with and on and for your animal. And they're rolling in feces or dead things are you choosing? Eh, everything that is time to go. So you just join and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, talk, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. Um, one more thing here, and then we've got to go take a break here in a minute. Okay, how many jails? So remember, those are judgments, agendas, inventions, and lies are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared of always looking for the wrongness of your dog when they are being a dog, are you choosing? Wow, everything Matt brought up, times a godzillion, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, short, and beyond. Because how often do you go to anger? How often do you go to that, that's wrong, you should not do that. You know, how often do you get frustrated when they are just being a dog? And what if there's no wrongness and there's no rightness about this behavior? And I get you know, us people think it's gross and disgusting and it's irritating and, you know, all that jazz, everything that is, 
all those feelings and emotions that come up, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. But how many of you go to the wrongness and project the wrongness onto your animal when they are just being a dog? When they are just feeding their biome, right? Dogs are not people. They're just not. They are dogs and they are awesome and they live with us and they are quite disgusting. We're talking about rolling and stuff. Oh, what, what, what kind of stuff do they eat? <laughs> that, my friends, my medical friends happens to be a great spot to stop. We're going to not stop, stop, but we're going to go take a break. We're going to take our first break and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about not rolling in things but eating things. How can the joy of the dead get even better? Ho ho. Um, we will be right back to Inspired Choices Network with Dr. Andy World. What do you know about animals? What do you know about your animals? Have you ever considered you might know more than you think you know? Welcome to Dr. Andy's World where we celebrate all things animals and their people. Join Dr. Andy as she brings some fresh perspectives and fabulous guests to the conversation about animal care, communication, nutrition, behavior, training, and much more. It's all about empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Check out everything going on in Dr. Andy's world at drandysworld.com. And you can join Dr. Andy live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Podcast with facilitator of all things animals, Dr. Andy. Bring your questions to the show. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also join us in the virtual chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com slash chat room. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my magical friends, to Dr. Andy's World Positive Podcast here on Inspired Choices Network with your host, Dr. Andy. So we today are talking about the joy of the dead. And we started out with rolling in the rotten. Um, and we went through a whole handful of tools. We did some processing. Um, another term for all of that is your superpowers um, from access consciousness on maybe shifting, if you so choose, shifting your point of view about your animal, namely your dog rolling in dead stuff or rolling in poop, feces, 
um, and all of your resistance and reaction. Um, we went over that, hey, they don't have a point of view about it. It's just fun for them because they are dogs. They are not people. Um, and what you resist persists. Now, this one, what you resist persists, you could utilize that across all things, all things, it, all things. What you resist about what your husband does, what you resist about what your kids do, it will persist. So you can use the process, everything I am resisting and reacting to about blank. And I destroy and uncreate it all. All right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, to be at. And see what starts to shift and change for you. And when things start to shift and change for you, they will shift and change for others. But it has to start with you. You cannot make another being do anything. I hate to tell you all that. I have resisted and reacted to that for a very long time. And it's now you cannot make another being do something they do not want to do. Okay, joy of the dead, rolling in things. Now, how about eating things, eating those dead things or eating poop? Eating poop is a very popular question I get. How, and it usually goes like, how can I get them to stop eating poop? And I used to come up with, well, you can, well, and now I just say you can't. And people are so saddened by that. And this is what I've been looking at with eating poop. Um, some puppies do it in the beginning and they stop. Some do it their entire lives. Some start later and it can indicate something. You change something, they stop. Okay. Those are kind of the three really basic scenarios. So I was looking at this, I'm like, okay, for what reason, here's your question, are they eating poop? Well, what's in poop? Partially digested food, a lot of bacteria, um, you know. So yes, like he should put it in nutrients, right? So what is, the, what is the dog doing for their gut biome? We're back to the biome. There's a skin biome, there's a gut biome, there's lots of biomes actually, it's their own um, colony of organisms, good bacteria, bad bacteria, um, and all kinds of, <laughs> yes, ah, the biome again. So when they're puppies and they're eating poop, most likely that digestive system is requiring something that they think they're gonna get from eating poop. And as that digestive system ma ma matures, there you go, they grow out of it. Awesome, cool, how's it get even better? Nice. Now, the chronic poop eater never grew out of it. Um, first thing I ask, back to this too, are they kibble fed or are they raw fed? Most raw fed dogs do not eat poop. Most, not all. Some dogs still eat poop. Darn it. Okay, change the diet. Poop eating goes away. Woohoo! Biome again. Got it. Awesome. Now we go to the crown. Now where somebody's older, they start eating poop. You might want to go to the vet and get that checked out. What's going on? What shifted? Did you change the diet? Do you need, you know, 
what has changed that it started later in life? Okay, awesome, got that handled. Now the, the chronic poop eater. And the, and the owner goes, how can I get them to stop? And my answer is, no, you can't. Again, it goes back to everything you resist and react to your animal eating poop. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? All right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and yams. Again, dogs don't have a point of view about it. Some are so chronically hungry, they just eat whatever they think they can eat. Okay. Um, and, and it becomes a habit. There's a habit component. I don't put too much emphasis on it. I know, and everywhere you align and agree that it, it becomes a habit and it cannot change will also lend itself to not changing. Will you destroy and uncreate all that time for Godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine boy shorts and beyond. Okay, so again, we have our resistance and our reaction. If you are constantly out there hovering and don't do it, oh my God, I better find every, you're gonna, every turd in the grass, like, right? Like if you are constantly on alert about it and don't do that and that's gross and I need to find it all and you better not do this and I have to do this, all of that, everything you resist and react to your animal about eating, about your animal eating poop, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, hurts, pants. The more you can get to being no point of view, interesting point of view. I have that point of view as another tool, but the more you can get to no point of view about your animal eating poop, what if the less poop they will eat? The less dead things they will eat. I mean, you fill in the blank, right? So one of your tools, when you're out there, Picking up poop, interesting point of view I have this point of view, interesting point of view I have about my point of view about them eating their poop, an interesting point of view. Like it is going to be a process. And now I've, <laughs> I've had some clients that have worked this. They have really purposely reduced their resistance and reaction to it, and it has gotten better. It is just so opposite for people to just turn a switch and be okay with an animal eating poop, right? I mean, I still have dogs that get into the litter box and eat cat poop. And I am mostly okay with it, but not completely. And when I'm having maybe a worked up day, they're in the litter box more. The energy. I am talking about the energy that you be with your animals in all situations and how it contributes to the behaviors you are seeing. That with all these, you know, funny stories or, or um, you know, descriptive talk about it, right? But that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the energy that you be with your animals and how it contributes and what it contributes to them and their behavior and how they be. Yes, and of course, you don't want any kisses after snack time, like litter box snack time, of course, right? And all that resistance and reaction can be destroyed and created all, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. 
So what jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared of your dog eating poop are you choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And all the projections, expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections um, of your animal eating poop. Can we destroy and uncreate all that? Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, and beyond. And again, just like we talked about in the first segment, if you always have dogs that eat poop, what is your point of view creating? Oh, dogs do that. All of my dogs do that. And that's what you're going to create with that point of view. Um, and that's your everywhere I align and agree that all dogs eat poop. Can we destroy and create all that? Times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So a lot of processing in this show um, that was by design today, because I'd like this show to be something that you can put on a loop and play really low for you and your animal to possibly change some of this. Change your points of view, change your animal's points of view, and maybe limit the amount of rolling and dead things and you know minimize the amount of poop eating or get an awareness so you could change something that works for you and your animal. That was, that was kind of design of this show. This is not something that we do on all shows. So if this is your first show, welcome to the deep end of the pool. Um, and like I said, if you don't have that animal that's choosing to do a lot of this or any of it, how did you get so lucky? Um, and this isn't the show. You don't have to loop it. Not everything is your item. Not everything has a ton of energy on it for you and your animal. Um, but this tends to be a pretty popular one, especially the poop eating. Plus, how does it get better when you name the show The Joy of the Dead? Come on, that's just fun in itself. All right, my magical friends, let's take another break. We'll come back with what is up and coming and new in Dr. Andy's world. We'll be right back. What do you know about animals? What do you know about your animals? Have you ever considered you might know more than you think you know? Welcome to Dr. Andy's World, where we celebrate all things animals and their people. Join Dr. Andy as she brings some fresh perspectives and fabulous guests to the conversation about animal care, communication, nutrition, behavior, training, and much more. It's all about empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Check out everything going on in Dr. Andy's world at drandysworld.com. And you can join Dr. Andy live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. 
That's beinguclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beinguclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Podcast with facilitator of all things animals, Dr. Andy. Bring your questions to the show. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also join us in the virtual chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com slash chat room. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone, to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, here on Inspired Choices Network. And I am here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, Sometimes we're live, sometimes we're not. But you can always find me on on your favorite pod pod <sighs> podcast platform. Those two words, those two P's. I don't know. Um, I think yeah, I think we're on over sixty different podcast platforms across the internet. So you can find Dr. Andy's World wherever you'd like to listen, um, and we would invite you to join us every Friday here on Inspired Choices Network. Okay. What is coming up? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. So if you hadn't noticed the seasonal theme of Halloween, which is my favorite holiday, because you get candy, you can dress up if you want or not, and then you can see your family or not. And I like the or not part on that the most. Um, but I love the candy without the obligation. One of my favorite things. Um, <laughs> Keisha says it's almost harder not to find us. No kidding, huh? Um, Christine, who, ha- who owns the station, has done a fabulous, wonderful job of getting um, Dr. Andy's World podcast along with, I don't even know how many other hosts that are on Inspired Traces Network, all of us out into the world. Um, she has done a tirelessly job, tirelessly? job. She did a lot of work, a lot of work over the last so many years. Um, currently over, currently 20 hosts Woo-hoo! and over 200 plus platforms. There you go. See, my numbers are way off. How's it getting better than that? Okay. So on October 27th at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, we have a free fun call. See, that fun part coming back up. When the fairy tale becomes your nightmare. We're going to talk about relationships. (laughs) All kinds of relationships. Um, And I'm just so excited about this. And maybe most of it will be about a significant other. Maybe it will be about that puppy you got. I don't know. But when the fairy tale becomes your nightmare. I'm so excited. It's a free call. We invite you all to join us. You do need to register. So catch catch look down the podcast page and there'll be a link drandysworld.com backslash magic um, October 27th at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time come join us bring your questions and be prepared to laugh because we are going to have fun my target fun um, I'm also more free stuff lots of free stuff on Facebook, on Dr. Andy Harper's page. I do a live chat every Tuesday 
4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, this week was bring your questions. And somebody contributed, do dogs get jealous? So the whole thing was about jealousy and do dogs do jealousy? Um, you'll have to go over to Dr. Andy Harper, find it, it's there, probably in the stream still or under videos and see what my point of view is, if they do jealousy or not. Um, and actually, if you are so interested, make a little comment, like heard on the radio or something. Um, would love to know if anybody is listening out there in the world. But again, that's every Tuesday on Dr. Andy Harper's page, 4 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. We're there about 20 minutes. Um, I love to hear from you. We do comments and sometimes you pick the topic, sometimes there's something up for me um, and we just have, oh wait, wait for it, more fun. Okay, um, on the podcast page, there's also a link for Ask Dr. Andy. So I would love your questions about anything, anything, ask me. I dare you. Um, or if you have a guest you'd like to hear, we would love to contact them and get them on the show. We do have a lot of guests lined up um, coming up here shortly. And then we do have an email list. We do send out reminders when the show is coming on because, well, life is fast and furious and you forget. Um, and if you are not getting those emails, you are not on the email list. And you can do that either on the podcast page, um, head over to drandysworld.com. Um, the little pop-up that shows up on the homepage, you can register there. You actually get three of my favorite um, podcasts um, that I just, I just adore that we put together for you, easy peasy to listen to and download. Okay, I think that covers that. Um, and next week's show, October 23rd, 2020, October is zooming on by in the pumpkin, in the pumpkin patch. I can't do peas today. I'm just going to like stop saying words with peas, but in the pumpkin patch with my, my dear friend and special guest and reoccurring guest here on Dr. Andy's World, Dr. Judy Jacek, we're going to talk about carbs and your dog and how much you should feed, if any. It's going to be a fun conversation, as they usually are when Dr. Jacek comes to join us. Um, so next, next week's show, again, Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Mountain, here on Inspire Choices Network. Okay. Yes, Keisha, we love Dr. Judy. Okay. Another break here. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World, and we will be right back. What do you know about animals? What do you know about your animals? Have you ever considered you might know more than you think you know? Welcome to Dr. Andy's World, where we celebrate all things animals and their people. Join Dr. Andy as she brings some fresh perspectives and fabulous guests to the conversation about animal care, communication, nutrition, behavior, training, and much more. It's all about empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Check out everything going on in Dr. Andy's world at drandysworld.com. And you can join Dr. Andy live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Podcast with facilitator of all things animals, Dr. Andy. 
bring your questions to the show. Call us in the U.S. at 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also join us in the virtual chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com slash chat room. Now, back to the program. Welcome, welcome back, my magical friends, to today's show of the joy of the dead. So we did a lot of processing. We added in a lot of tools um, from Access Consciousness about your dogs, namely dogs, rolling in stuff or eating stuff. And what if we changed the energy to allow more change in um, behavior? Um, and what if that starts with you? So if you missed the first couple of segments, go back, check it out. Um, like I mentioned, the show was a little more designed to have a lot of processing in it. So you can use it with your animals on a loop. So you can keep processing and changing layers of energy as they go. So that is how this show was put together. See, you know, let me know if you like it. Shoot me an email. Um, tell me more of that or a lot less of that or whatever. We, we would love to hear from you about anything. Okay, last segment of the show, ask Dr. Andy. And actually, I, I have a question for all of you, kind of in the holiday season still, Halloween season. Um, why do cats eat the heads off of mice? And I first became aware of this um, many, many years ago with my first cat and his name was Tinker. And my parents finally got me this cat. So I would just shut the hell up. Oh my goodness. Like, so <laughs> I have three younger brothers who so was four kids and my dad traveled for work a lot and, and it took a lot of out of my mom. We did all of us kids. So there wasn't a lot of extra energy. And well, when I'm little, I'm not really aware of this. Right. And so we started out with hermit crabs and then I got parakeets and then <laughs> I wanted a cat and Oh, I'm sure there were some fish in there. Oh, there was that rotten. I had a couple of rotten hamsters that they, they constantly bit me. They were not that much fun. Um, and I had all of these little like pocket pets. And I, I wanted a cat. I wanted a dog. I wanted a cat. I wanted a dog, blah, blah, blah. Finally, my parents at age 12 go, fine. Like, fine. Just shut up. Um, and so I went out to get a cute little female kitten and I came home with a one-year-old tomcat and I, <laughs> um, didn't, I, and even then I followed the energy, right? Like, and he was, you know, whatever. He came home, he was about a year old and I set him down in the house when we got him home and he walked in with his tail up and he owned the joint. Like he fit perfectly. And when you're 12, you name one-year-old tomcat Tinkerbell, right? Well, so this was Tinker and he would, he was quite the mouser and he generally just ate the heads. And I, oh, I'm, I always wondered why that was like really. And it really was only about, I don't know, five, six years ago, I was talking to a veterinarian friend about it. 
And she's like, yeah, you know, maybe when I retire, I'll just, you know, raise mice and freeze them and sell them for cats to eat because, you know, their brains are the highest concentration of taurine. So Keisha, yes, you are correct. Taurine. And taurine is an amino acid that cats cannot produce themselves in their body. So they require quite a bit of it. That is essentially the biggest difference between cat food and dog food is cat food has higher levels of taurine in it because it is um, essential for them, which means their bodies cannot make it. So when they catch mice, they generally just eat the heads off. Now, sometimes they eat most of the body, sometimes, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So I have been talking about this for a while and I haven't been like brave yet, but you actually can't order like frozen mice for the cats to eat. Um, they do catch the ones in the house quite a bit. Um, and then again, I think they play with them mostly, you know, those homicidal beings that you live with, you know, they've got to torture their victims for a while before they kill them. So they usually like torture them all night long. And I always know they're not, they're out and about mousing when they're not sleeping with me. And so we get up and Crosby, the poodle has their back. Like he is with them. As soon as he gets up, he tells me where that mouse is. And then I wait for my husband to get up because I'm not doing it. And we actually send the poodle in. He's the closer. And he gets, we move something, that mouse comes out and he is lightning fast and he'll, he'll kill the mouse. Um, so this is the entertainment at my house during COVID. I don't know what you do at your house, but I will keep you guys updated if I order the frozen mice and see if they even eat them. I don't know. And I'm kind of a weenie here. I don't know. But I, I do generally like to experiment with all my raw food. And they have been, these cats have been raw food, raw fed since they came to live with me at nine weeks. So giving them mice shouldn't be very different for them. I don't know if a kibble fed cat would even think about eating a frozen mouse. I know they do mice, right? Like they go out and mouse. I get that. Okay. So that was my question for you guys today. Um, and I wanted to bring brains into the Halloween spirit of Dr. Andy's world. So why do cats eat the heads off of mice? Because of the taurine content. How cool is that? And maybe you learned something new today, right? We always want to learn something new every day. All right, my magical friends, another one bites the dust. Um, and until we meet again, how much fun can you have with your animals? Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Dr. Andy's World Podcast. Join us again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next time, how much fun can you have with your animals? <laughs>